Hello and welcome to Chasing the Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Holver, a digital nomad, world traveler, dreamer, and lover of life. Currently, I'm a social media marketer, a freelancer, and I'm totally obsessed with inspiring other women to dream bigger and live bolder. Each week, I'll be featuring women who have successfully created location-independent lifestyles that give them the freedom to live life on their own terms and how you can do the same. My goal is to show you that your dreams are possible and how much opportunity you have to not only create an income online, but also to make a real difference. So if you're ready to start living a life that excites you by learning from others who have already done it, then you're in the right place. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to this week. I am super excited to introduce my guest to you guys. Her and I actually met a couple months ago online, and immediately I was so drawn to the work that she was doing. I loved her brand. I love what she stood for. She's super down to earth. Just is super giving, and I was just attracted to her authenticity and everything, and I definitely knew that I wanted to have her come on the show right away, so I'm really happy to have her on today. Uh, Her name is Kylie Francis, and she is a social media influencer, a marketing consultant, and a digital course creator. She helps entrepreneurs get visible and make a massive impact online by helping them easily grow and build profitable social networks to create streams of passive income, which is the best thing ever, and (laughs) influence. Through her own obsession of digital marketing and strategy, she has organically grown her social media following to 116,000 and counting, and she now teaches others how to do the same through her trademark piece of social media success, which is vulnerability, stability, and value. What an intro, Kylie. Thank you so much for coming on. I am so happy to have you on and can't wait to dive more into your story. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Lynn. I'm so happy to be on this episode and I can't wait to talk all things Pinterest and just passive income and all the good stuff. So (laughs) yeah, I know. And I love that you specialize in passive income because I feel like if more people really understood what passive income was and what it Mm -hmm. could do for them, like everyone would be working to build passive income in their life because that's what freedom. So I love that you really do teach people how to do that. That was a quick overview about you. So can you just give us more of a background about who you are, where you came from, how you started, and yeah, let us know more about you. Yeah. So I'm a small, like small town farm girl, born and raised, like literally my parents live on 90 acres and live on a farm. So (laughs) anyways, I'm nothing special. Came from a small town and long story short, ended up being an elite swimmer, went to college for swimming, and I was introduced to Pinterest while I was in college. I think it was a sophomore in college. And as I was growing my Pinterest influence, which was a sheer hobby, and I think that's what a lot of people don't understand about growing a social media following is like they think everything we see nowadays is instant. We're like, lose weight in 30 days, get a million followers in 30 days, like do like, create five figures a month in passive income in 30 days. And it's like, that's simply not the way that we need to start looking at things. We need to start by growing and building these solid foundations and allowing our following to build organically. And that takes months. So when I was in college, I was obsessed with Pinterest, had no idea I could make money off of Pinterest. And long story short, 
started growing my Pinterest following. I started it with fashion. So when I was in college, I was studying um, fashion merchandising and business. And so I was always drawn to cute fashion outfits that other people, I just knew what other people liked simply because that's what I like. So I was pinning what I liked, which was unlike the majority on Pinterest, which allowed me to stand out. So as my following grew on Pinterest, I knew bloggers could make money somehow online. And I simply Googled, how do bloggers make money? And then I came across, you know, there's like Google ads, there's ads all over the place, but then there's this thing called affiliate marketing. And affiliate marketing is simply when you get paid a price of the product because you referred it off of your influence. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this affiliate marketing thing. I'm already have this Pinterest account. I knew my pins were going viral. I wanted to see the impact that I could make just by linking fashion items that I was already linking, but essentially getting commission based off of what I was posting. And so the first night I did my affiliate marketing link and I swear to God, I made 50 cents. And I think I was like the most excited. <laughs> that was probably one of the most excited points I've ever been in my life, which sounds so stupid. You're like, Kylie, you just made 50 cents. But honestly, I did nothing different. I did was add like a backlink, which is an affiliate marketing website that you get. They generate links for you, long story short. So when they created these links for me and I started implementing them onto my Pinterest profile, I realized that the more times I did it, the more money I was making in the back end because the people that were following me were influenced by what I was posting online. So as the months went on, as I became overly obsessed with Pinterest, I started pinning, I think at the time I was pinning probably 30 to 50 times a day because I was seeing that return on investment and pinning on Pinterest doesn't take long at all. So as my following kept growing, but not just my following, but learning how to use the search correctly, those two combined allowed me to make five figures a month passively from Pinterest alone. Wow. So, and I've been doing that for the last, I want to say five years. I started seven years ago, but I want to say that like, I didn't know of affiliate marketing the first time. Like I didn't start a Pinterest and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it for affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. It was just a strategy that I implemented. Um, I want to say like a year and a half in because I didn't even know it existed. Right. But once I started implementing it, it was kind of like a snowball effect type thing. Seven years later, actually, for the last four years, people kept asking me how to do it. And I was like, this is how you do it, blah, 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 whatever people says. And I was like, you know what? This process actually, you know, needs to be in a, like, in a streamlined matter in order for it to work for other people. Mm -hmm. So from there, I started creating digital courses. And now here I am. I'm a digital course creator for entrepreneurs. And I teach them how to not only start and grow profitable social networks, but implement strategies that I've used that have tested and proven successful. Right. So, yeah. And I'll just take a second to vouch for your Pinterest course that you just came out with a month, or not a month ago, a couple months ago when you first came out with it and I bought it. I remember it was just so crazy when I first started seeing, like, if you guys aren't familiar with Pinterest, basically it goes by you know, unique monthly viewers is kind of one of the ways that you can gauge your visibility. And I remember my mm. unique monthly viewers shot up from like, I don't even know, zero to thousands within a couple weeks. And I didn't see like really much for the first couple weeks. And then it shot up. And now I'm at like 400,000 views. And I, you know, the main way I'm using it right now is to get traffic. I'm using it kind of like it's a funnel to get traffic to my 
uh, my podcast and mm-hmm. you know Instagram and everything. But I was just so in shock because in my followers, like I gained like 600 followers just in a matter of like two months or something like that. And you just yeah, Lynn is that. absolutely crushing it. On <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> it's crazy because it's like obviously it shows that it works, but it's like you can't get that with Instagram. Instagram is the rage right now, right? But people are using Instagram for the wrong reason. So Instagram, I view it as a place where people can build that no like and trust factor with you. I think Instagram is vital to your success. I think it's a great, I call it the online business card. Mm. So it's a great way for if you met someone networking or online, usually people are like, what's your Instagram? Mm -hmm. That means they already know who you are and they just want to see if they can relate to you, right? So Pinterest is great because it's a funnel to get you to that place, right? So I know a lot of people, and I just talked about this in my Facebook group yesterday on a live stream. A lot of people don't know how to get traffic to whatever they want to sell their own product, or maybe it's an affiliate product, or maybe it's their podcast email list. They don't know how to get people to see it, right? So in order to get people to see it, you have to drive traffic. And one ways that you, or I went over this yesterday, but like a lot of the ways that you can drive traffic online are through a search engine. So Pinterest is a search engine. It's not a social media website. So every time we use Pinterest, we can create and generate a link that's searchable. So people can click on that link and be directed to anything that we own on the internet. So for example, like what Lynn just said, she has this amazing podcast and she has a lot of quotes coming through the podcast. All she has to do is pull one of those quotes from the podcast that either she or I said, create a Pinterest pin, link it to her podcast, and then she's generating that free traffic from a search engine. Mm -hmm. So that's why Pinterest is so much better than Instagram, just from like growing and building a profitable profitable brand side over Instagram because Instagram and Facebook, as we all know, you have to pay to play in order to stand out. And quite frankly, who wants to spend money when you don't have to, right? So, so true. Pinterest is great. Podcasting's great. I always say YouTube's great too. And even blogging mm. because you're putting your efforts, Pinterest pins are seen on Google. So is blogging. So is YouTube and podcasting. It's a search. It's the searchability is really great on podcasting. So I think that's a mindset shift that a lot of not just entrepreneurs, but bloggers, people in general need to make is that if you're putting all of your marketing efforts into Instagram and you're just starting out, you're really not going to get anywhere because it's so oversaturated and it's really hard to stand out in the market. Mm -hmm. And there are such easier ways to target people online. And you do that through using a search engine. Wow. That's so good. I feel like people really don't understand Pinterest. Well, I guess I'll ask you like from what you've seen Mm -hmm. and you tell people like what you do, like I do affiliate marketing through Pinterest. I sell a digital course teaching people how to do Pinterest. Like how do people respond when you tell them that? Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's the answer. answer. (laughs) It's just hard because I was there. I never knew what affiliate marketing was. I thought Pinterest was just a place where you pinned like your engagement ring and like Mm -hmm. the best and biggest engagement ring that you can find and be like, that's the one that I want for my, like, well, I want my husband to give me that or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you actually take a step back and you think about it, when you know that Pinterest is a search engine and every single time you post onto Pinterest, 
you are given a link, right? So you can put, you can take that link, that blank space that you're given, and you can direct people anywhere on the internet, which is wild, right? So use that link to promote yourself. Use that link to promote your products and your business, or you can use that link to promote affiliate products. So a lot of people are like, okay, Kylie, how do you make so much money online without owning a website? I didn't have a website for the longest time. I didn't have any physical or digital products. People are like, how are you making money? And I was like, it was simple. I have a niche and I'm promoting products that are within my niche, right? So since I'm referring traffic, so I'm taking traffic that's coming from my profile to a retailer's website. So that could be Nordstrom. It could be Forever 21, free people, right? They end up paying me because I essentially become the advertisement to their business. And since my followers like what I'm promoting, they're more than likely going to purchase whatever I post onto Pinterest. Right. So, and it just doesn't have to do with fashion. Pinterest is not about just recipes. There is an untapped market on Pinterest for business. And since all of your results are also seen onto Google, it now, it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, I wish I would have known about that when no one was using it. That's Pinterest for business. Like. Mm. People need to understand that it's such an untapped market. And since people are always searching for something on Google or Pinterest, your results are going to show up on the front page. They're more than likely because people aren't using it yet in that sort of way, because it's almost like when you know, like a certain thing about something and you try to like, I think that's the hardest part for me. Like when I tell people how lucrative it is, is there so many false and negative beliefs that they have about the platform already? Mm. And it's hard for me to get them. It's like, oh my, I almost want to like shake them. I'm like, it's a search engine. Why would you not place your efforts there? So when you are sleeping, when I'm sailing the Greek islands, when I'm hiking the like Nepali coast, when I'm doing things on my own time, because I want to do them, the search engine is working for me passively. Right. So I know you, said this before, but passive income is when you're not sweating for your money. It's when you put an effort, which on Pinterest, it's really little to no compared to Facebook and Instagram. Oh, for sure. You put, yeah, you put your efforts into a search engine. So if you set it up correctly, which is using keywords, long tail keywords and placing them where they need to be placed so people can search for you. People are on the internet 24 seven because They're not just on the East Coast. They're in Australia. They're in Bali. They're wherever they want to be in the world. So there's different time zones, right? Mm -hmm. That's why it's so lucrative because when you push it onto a search engine, people don't have to be following you in order to make that impact online. So that's how affiliate marketing pairs so well with Pinterest is because each time you post, it's almost it, it is a clickable ad. So that ad can be either going to your email opt-ins. It can be to your podcast. It can be going to an affiliate marketing website. It can be going to your own services or digital products or anything, literally anything. Mm-hmm. That's another question I get a lot is, will it work for my business? Yes. <laughs> yes. It works for any business and it works for anyone. You just have to make it work. Like you have right. to put in the work in order to see the results. 
Right. And I love, I remember you said this one time, you said that Pinterest was like a dumb Google and that always stuck mm-hmm. with me because that's like all I think about now because well, when you were teaching, so I said that I bought Kylie's course. So basically she was just saying that she teaches the people who are in her course, how to do long tail keywords, which is essentially like how your pin is going to be seen in the search bar. Yeah. And I love the way that you phrase it because you're like, type in what people are typing in. So if you think about when you go to Google something, or if you go to search for something on Pinterest, you're not going to be typing you know, fancy, eloquent phrases, right. like you're literally going to be saying like <laughs> healthy smoothie bowls for weight loss or like how to look cute in New York or like stuff like right. that, where it's like, right. Type. And it's just crazy because I feel like it almost seems too simple to be true, like right. kind of overcomplicated, but it's like, right. just pretend you were yourself and you're on the platform. Like what would you be typing in? So, right. Yeah. Another thing too, like what you just said is like perfect. So Another thing with search engines is the first people, or a lot of the times people think of search engine optimization and they're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what that is. So I don't even want to touch it. And search engine optimization couldn't be any simpler of a concept, right? The only thing search engine optimization is like, yeah, there's certain places where you need to place it online, but the key basis of search engine optimization is what would your ideal client type into the search. That is what you're going to make the description, the title, the tag of your photo. That's what you're going to put there. You're not going to put, oh my gosh, this episode was amazing. You're going to write Chasing the Freedom podcast with Kylie Francis talking about Pinterest and social media marketing Mm -hmm. because that's what people or how to use Pinterest for business. It's the how to dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. So you want to people search for that. They're not searching for oh my gosh, I learned so much. Mm -hmm. So it's really as simple as that. And the internet, it is complicated. A lot of, a lot of the times I'm like, how is this working? But if you take the key concepts and you learn how to place it together, it's almost like math kind of Mm -hmm. like, you just have to do one plus two plus three plus four. And then like all of it will equal out, but you have to put in every piece of the equation in order for it or in order to see the result. So, okay. So going off that, like speaking of like putting everything together, obviously now you've expanded beyond Pinterest and now you're, you have a audience built up on Instagram. Now you have a Facebook group, which you grew Mm -hmm. so fast. Um, yeah, yeah. Kelly has a Facebook group. If you guys don't know, and she has over 4,000 followers or 4,000 members now. Right. Yeah. And that just started a couple months ago, the beginning. Yeah. I started it in February. So that grew like out of control so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So what are the things that you see now, I guess, coming from more of like a, I don't know, maybe social media influencer or like marketer, what are some things, tips that you would give or some things that you've learned, some things that you see people doing wrong on social media? Like what's your insight on that? I'm curious to hear. I think I kind of touched on this already before, but I think like a lot of people go with what everyone else is doing. They don't really look at their own personal brain or business and they're like, okay, who am I trying to serve? And where are those people hanging out? Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people that come to me and they ask for my advice and they're like, okay, like I just started my business. I just started an Instagram. What do I do next? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, are you sure your clients are on Instagram? Mm -hmm. Like, are you, is that your only marketing strategy? And No, it shouldn't be like, I encourage everyone to start building up each social network. It doesn't have to be like all in on every single one, every single day. But if you lay the pieces and that's what I love about Pinterest is 
when you start a Pinterest account, you can grow simultaneously. Like if I did five pins a day, right? I can make one pin going to my podcast. I can make one pin going to my Facebook group. I can make another one going to my Instagram. I can make one. And those people are, are directed to all of my social media networks, right? So you can't do that on Instagram or Facebook. So I think the number one thing that people get hung up on and they're misled by is that the first thing you need to do is start an Instagram and you have to like spend all of these countless hours trying to grow your Instagram and then they get really upset by the follow unfollow game. They don't know why people aren't liking their content. And I always say, your content's amazing. It has nothing to do with your content. It's the platform. The algorithm wants you to pay to play in order to stand out online. So there are other, like I said before, there's four, blogging, YouTube, podcasting, and Pinterest. If you want to pick one where you can on autopilot, you know, grow your following simultaneously online, those are the four best ones because people are always searching for the answers and they want value, right? Yeah. Pinterest and Facebook just make it so hard to provide value. They just do it in a different way. Right. So I love my Facebook group. I think it's awesome. I love, I mean, that's how I connected with you. And I think it's just such a great place where I can go live and answer people's questions. And same thing with Instagram. Like I love connecting one-to-one with people, but I don't think those are two platforms where you should focus on to grow your online influence. Yeah. I think your efforts need to be placed into a search engine because people are searching for your podcast. They're searching for somebody like you. They're, it's going to be rare that they go on Instagram and then they just see your posts on, you know, the explore page. Right. I'm not saying it's not ever going to happen. It's just like harder to be seen on there just because right. that's how the platform's set up. Oh, so. that's so smart. Yeah. I just love how you're so strategic about everything. Like you're just like, you're very practical in what you do. And that's what I appreciate because it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like more people need to take a step back and look at it from like a logical right. perspective. And right. that's what you teach. And so that's why I'm like, it just makes sense. Like when you step, mm-hmm. take a step back and look at it now, moving over a little bit to your lifestyle, like when did you really start to see Pinterest pay off for you? And how did it, how did it change like your lifestyle? Like, what does it look like? Basically, how does it allow you to live the lifestyle that you have now? Right. So when I was in college, I think when I graduated, I probably had about like, I want to say I was making like one to 2000 a month from my passive income stream. And I was like, okay, like, I want to make sure, like, I'm always the type of person, since I'm a logical person, (laughs) I take a step back and I'm like, okay, is this actually going to work? Like, I couldn't, like, I could see the projections going up, but I was like, what if it stops? What if this? What if that? Like, a lot of people, when they place all their efforts into one thing, I'm not, like, I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I need to make sure I have enough buffer and whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think I was making about, like, uh, actually, it was like two to 3,000 a month. So I was like, you know what? I want to move to the city. I want to like, I'm always like a go, go, go progressing type of person. So as I kept pinning onto Pinterest, I saw that as every month went by, I was making more and more now with Pinterest and the fashion scene, clearly you're going to make a lot more money Christmas holidays wise, like over in that end of the year than you will in the summer, because that's just like buying patterns. That's like any business essentially. Um, so your question was, when did I see my lifestyle change, I guess? Yeah. And like, when did you really start seeing it pay off? Kind of like, what was that progression like? Yeah. So for me, like every month I made more money, I was just so excited. Like for me, it was a game. 
I'm like kind of like obsessed with that. I'm very competitive. The way I'm growing up, anything that I do, I do CrossFit now and I'm just like a very competitive type of person. So Mm -hmm. when I see money coming in and it was almost like a game for me, because you can see the analytics on the left side with how much money you make, what's selling. And I'm like, if things didn't sell, I'm like, well, why didn't people buy that? Like they, they like this item. And I'm like, I was like very into fashion. Like I can spot things and be like, yeah, I know someone's going to like that outfit or product just because of my followers. Like Mm -hmm. I was posting what I loved and I could tell what people were going to purchase. Yeah. So since it was such a game for me and I saw the number going up, I think I got, I also don't blow what I make, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like I value traveling and the freedom-based lifestyle over having things that don't really matter to me. Right. Like blowing something on something just to say that I have it type of thing. I'm like, no, I want to save it and invest it into something that will actually grow my business. So I think travel wise, when it started paying off, I want to say, I don't know. Are you talking like years? Yeah. Like, cause you were in college when you started, you said, right. So you're making right. like two to 3000 so, a month towards the end of right. college. Okay. Yes. So that was like two years in mind okay, you, I didn't start right. I didn't start right when I started my Pinterest account. Okay. So it was like, I didn't start affiliate marketing if that makes sense. Cause I yeah. didn't know what it did. Right. So when I left college and I moved out and still living in the same apartment that I did when I moved out, it was just a natural progression. Like my like income kept going up every single month. Wow. And then it started to cap around like, I would say like eleven, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 a month from affiliate marketing. And then from there, I started investing in real estate. And then I was investing in like other opportunities that allowed me to continue to grow my income. Yeah. So I would say, I want to say three years. Yeah. After three years, I was like, okay, I feel like I'm doing something like really cool here. Yeah. And you and felt confident, I, confident yeah. in it that it wasn't going to go away right. or finish or anything. Right. Yeah. And I feel like also, I see this a lot online where people are, they don't give themselves enough time. Mm. And it's like, Mm-hmm. They've been doing something for three months, maybe six months, maybe nine months, and they're not seeing the results compared to somebody either. One of my favorite quotes is like, don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 20. Yeah, I love and that. And I think yeah. comparisonitis is like such a huge thing. And it's horrible because it's so easy, especially with social media. That's like, like the bad side to it is that like, right. we go on it, we log on and like, as much as we're inspired by some people, it also makes us feel like we're not enough. Right. So I encourage like anyone that's listening, like keep going. Seriously. It does take months. It takes years. But once you like hit that, they always say that like people give up too soon. Mm-hmm. Like try again and then again and just like keep nudging at it because if it's your hobby and your passion, that's all that it was for me. If you would have asked me seven years ago what I would be doing right now, I thought I was going to be like a fashion buyer in New York City. Like I had no idea that my Pinterest account was going to make me money. And then I was going to be a digital entrepreneur where I'm teaching people like social media, marketing, education, whatever. It all just flows naturally. But you also have to take opportunity when it is presented to you, Mm, right? So it's not enough to just like progress and then be like, well, when's my shot? It's like it comes but you also have to be actively looking for opportunities to allow yourself to grow. Mm-hmm. Right. No, it's so, so. true. And I, yeah. And I love what you said, how 
it takes years of consistently consistency. Like you're on your seventh year right now and you right. just started, just launched a new course. You're getting right. other things now, but it's like seven years. It's a long time. Seven. Yeah. Seven years. And people, yeah. like, but people probably go on your Instagram or whatever, or other people's Instagram. And they're just like, well, this person, they just got lucky or like they were an overnight success. And no, my Instagram, it took me like, like I, another thing that every listener needs to know right now is that like, I've never paid for ads. I never paid for bots. I've never paid for an automation mm-hmm. software, which like also a lot of people on Instagram do. So don't compare your following count to anybody else. Right. Yes. My Instagram took me probably like three and a half years and I'm still not even at 10,000 followers. Like <laughs> it's like, but I don't do it for, that's another thing too. I've also had a $2,000 deal when I was only at 4,000 followers. Right. And there's a reason for that. It's because I actually was in a niche specific market where I was influencing, which is CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And I was influencing a lot of people in that market. So there's a difference between like, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It's your influence. Are you influencing people? Because if you have a thousand followers and all of them are buying your thousand dollar product, then I don't know the math. I think that's like a million dollars. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Like it all depends upon who you're influencing and who you can, like, if they actually know, like, and trust you. Right. Right. Cause it's so easy nowadays to spend $5 and be like, give me an extra 5,000 Instagram followers, but those bots aren't going to buy from you. And it's probably going to hurt you because your engagement's going to be way down. And I feel like brands are recognizing that because I feel like brands are catching on to micro-influencers. Right. And paying a lot more attention. Micro-influencers, yeah. yeah, And paying a lot more attention to engagement. And I feel like influencer marketing, I don't know what you think, but I feel like it's just going to keep going up. But I feel like it's going to be a lot, lot more micro-influencer and more engagement-based rather than just influencers. It totally is. Um, yeah, you. I can tell you get passionate about that. And that's something that mm-hmm. I'm like becoming more passionate about because it's like, mm-hmm. I just don't, I feel like I'm at the point now where I used to see people on Instagram and get kind of, you know, jealous of their follower count. Or I'm like, oh, their lifestyle looks so perfect, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And you don't right. know what that person, if they're just paying for everything or like if they're even making right. money, a lot of influencers right. aren't making money. Like I know people that have well, thousands of followers that aren't making mm-hmm. money. So it's like the craziest thing was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the, so you know that I'm in the shop style affiliate yeah. community and they have a Facebook group. One of the craziest things that absolutely blew my mind is that a lot of fashion bloggers, like they buy outfits and then they return them after yes. they're done the picture. I know someone who does that. Yes. I was, I honestly, like my jaw dropped for like 10 seconds. I'm not kidding. Mm. I was like, how is that even a thing? Mm. How is that possible? But like Nordstrom, who has the best return policy in the world, like they don't care. Like they're, right. they want that customer. Right. But I was just like, so mind blown that I was yeah. like, wow. Is <laughs> any, like, People listening, Not please listen to that because that is actually a thing. And okay. it made me look at actual fashion bloggers and being like, oh my gosh. I'm not saying yeah. everyone does that, but right. I saw people coming and they're like, yeah, a lot of people actually do that. And I was like, it's wow. crazy. I know. And I think, I feel like we talked about this before, but I know a couple of people who have, like, so I was traveling and I met different travel quote unquote influencers and stuff. And I feel yeah. like I have been able to talk to some of them and just, I, I mean, I know that they, I mean, they told me they're not making any money. So they're just living off of their savings, but their Instagram just looks <laughs> perfect. Yeah. I mean, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. Living the life. And I'm like, oh man, I just know that they're not making any money. But also like, 
yeah, that a lot of them will pay for followers. And it's just like, it's just, it's crazy once you kind of see it from the other side. And like, it's one thing to, you know, if you actually like have a lifestyle that you want to like, I, not show off, but like, if you kind of want to show your lifestyle to inspire other people and to try to right. do the same thing, that's one thing, but it's like, right. just the inauthenticity and just like the posting it just to make it look good. That's just, yeah. it's just crazy. Like once you, once you know that it's like, you can't even look at, right. <laughs> You're like, that doesn't even impress me anymore. Right. Like, yeah. Right. And there is a difference between like being an influencer. So getting stuff for free and like mm-hmm. getting paid for it. Oh yeah. That's another thing too about with influencers. Like I know a lot of people they'll have like two or 300 followers and they'll be like, how do I become an influencer? How do I reach out to brands? How do I do this? And I'm like, don't, uh-uh. don't reach out to brands. Continue focusing on growing your brand and influencing other people and brands will notice you. They have teams now for influencer marketing Mm -hmm. and it's just going to leave you discouraged. It's going to leave you really upset and you're going to think something's wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with you. It's just, you need to put in the time to grow that following and really influence a niche market. Mm -hmm. So don't just be a fashion blogger, be like, I don't know, be an athleisure fashion blogger, right? And then that's how you grow that influence. Yeah. So No, that's so good. That's so good. I love hearing that from you because yeah, it just reinforces everything. And I'm glad that you see it the same way. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is probably my favorite question to ask. I asked this to everyone. Um, The show title is Chasing the Freedom, as you know. So I would love to hear what freedom specifically means to you now. And maybe even if it's changed, like from what freedom means to you now versus what it used to mean to you like a couple of years ago or whatever. So a couple of years ago, freedom to me meant proving everybody wrong. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about myself. It was just like, cause I always felt like I was doing something that was against the norm. And I always felt like people didn't understand what I was doing. Even though I was doing what I wanted to do, I always felt like I had to prove myself to others. Mm-hmm. So my freedom was if someone understands what I'm doing, then I'm like, okay, then like that makes me happy. And now I'm like, no, like freedom to me is living life on my own terms whenever I want, like doing whatever and whichever I please. That doesn't mean not doing work because the majority of the time I am, I always want to be progressing in my life and giving value to others. So freedom to me simply means being able to continue my journey, but also being allowed to live it on my own terms. So that's what ultimately makes me happy. And that's what I think freedom is. I love that. That's so good. Did you feel like, did you ever have conflict when you were first starting out when you were choosing like a more unconventional route? Did people question you or did you get any like um, backlash or anything from friends and family when you were first starting out with this? Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Like, especially, um, I had family members that were like, you need an actual job. They're like, because they didn't grow up in the internet. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't even understand the internet. Cause if you think about it, like Pinterest back then it was, that was when I don't even, yeah, Facebook was definitely out though. Um, but like Instagram wasn't a thing. Like it wasn't, there weren't like influencer marketing was just coming out essentially. And I had a lot of family members that were just like, this isn't going to work. You need an actual job. Like, what are you even doing? You're doing nothing. I got that a lot, especially from friends. A lot of my friends just thought I was sitting around doing nothing. And I'm like, how do I, I was actual, I was at a bar one time and this one guy came up to me and he was like, do you make enough money to eat bread during the day? After I him what I did? And I was like, 
well, I'm in like the heart of the city. Like I have my own apartment. I don't really understand. Like I just got to a point where I was like, I'm done living for other people, what they say, what they think. It doesn't matter as long as I am happy. That's when it really, that's when the freedom mindset thing for me changed. Mm. It was like, this is working for me and I'm obviously influencing other people. They're waiting for me to show up and I'm going to continue doing that for them. So yeah, in the beginning it was hard and I still get it. I still get it all the time, but like, I feel like I'm more blunt, I guess is the word. I don't really know. I'm just like, they know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Like they'll, like if they say something, I just look at them and they know, like they just know not to say anything. I can see. Yeah. Yeah. Before I would always be like, I always felt like I had to explain myself where I was like, but this and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just like, you know what? If you don't like what I'm doing, then I don't really care because this is what I love to do. And it's not my job to like, for you to know or understand what it is. I mean, you, that's another thing too, is that a lot of people are ignorant to it. And that was really hard at first, but yeah, there, there was definitely a lot of ups and downs in the beginning and explaining myself and like just having enough self-confidence to be like, I'm doing this for me. Like, cause this makes me happy type yeah. thing. So, oh, so good. I love that. that. Hard. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I'm like looking at the time. I feel like yeah. this is seriously just blown by and this was like, oh, I love chatting favorite. with you. Yeah. This has been one of my favorite episodes. So I feel like just all the time. so good. Okay. So last thing, if you just had a piece of advice that you would give to someone, it could be lifestyle related, career related, following your dreams, whatever. There was something that you would could say to someone who maybe is just starting out or maybe where you used to be, whatever, anything like sticks out. What would you say? I would say that anything that anyone else is doing, you can do. If I'm doing it, you can do it. And not only that, you can go farther than me. I could potentially go farther than somebody else, but you have to be consistent and you have to show up even when no one's stopping for you. Because there, when you first start out, no one's going to, no one's going to know who you are. It might only take a day. It might take a week. It might be a month, but you need to do what you're passionate about. Because if you do something for the money, you're not going to last. If you do, like, you'll probably last a month or two and then you'll get frustrated with yourself. You'll be like, why isn't this working? I want to quit. But if you do it because you're passionate about something, you're going to be like, I don't care how long this takes. I know the value that I can give to people and I'm going to wait and see what happens when I don't give up. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) That's so good. Thank you so much for coming on, Kylie. This has been so fun. Thank you so much, Lynn. Yeah. And, um, what's, so what's the best way to connect you? Uh, if someone's listening and they want to connect with you, what would be the best way to do that? Yeah. So I think everyone should join my Facebook group. It's my top rated Facebook group, the vibe tribe. It's a social media marketing group. And I try to go on live once or twice a week. And I just like, I love answering people's questions and I want to be here for everyone. And that's the best place where I can connect one-to-one with my followers. And you can literally ask me any question you want about social media marketing and I will answer that question. So join the vibe tribe. It's if you just go on the Facebook search, it's vibe tribe, social media marketing for the online entrepreneur. And 
join us. I'll just answer the questions and then I'll accept you into the group. So awesome. Yeah. And Yay. I'll link uh, the link for it and everything in the show notes too. So people can find okay. it. So yeah. Well, thank you again. Thank you uh, so much for having me on. Yes, of course. And I know we'll, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Cause we always, I feel like yeah. <laughs> on social media that I'm always like, I don't know, just random like messages and stuff about anything. I'm always just like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you again. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. All right. And another episode is done. I said this in the show, but that was one of my favorite episodes to record. I just feel like there is so much knowledge that Kylie has about social media and how she's grown her following in organic marketing and everything like that. And I'm a total... Uh, social media marketing nerd, digital marketing marketing nerd, so I could talk about that kind of stuff all day. But I really hope you guys enjoyed it and learned a lot from her. She is awesome. And yeah, I will talk to you guys next week as always. All right. Have a good one.